Thank you so much for listening to Diamond in the Rough, where I, Will, and JJ go through and watch box office flops that were critically panned in search of that new cult classic. Of course, it's all failure, 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 but hopefully one day it'll at least be a little funny. Probably not. This is, of course, a Please Pay Our Rent Studios podcast. Please be sure to follow us, subscribe anywhere you find podcasts or on YouTube. You can always email us for inquiries, comments, concerns, lonely, need a friend, at pleasepayourrent at gmail.com or pporpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any new movies that you would like us to watch, please go sure and hit up those emails. This movie took a lot longer than we thought. We had originally set aside an hour to record, and then it ended up being almost two hours, maybe more. I didn't pay attention. But watch out, because part two will be rolling out very soon. So it's going to be a two-parter, and I hope you guys have the patience to withstand. Okay, so we have to do the rest of this in 30 minutes, I think. The rest of it in 30 minutes? Okay, okay, okay. I'm on battery. I'm on battery, so we gotta... Fuck. We gotta hurry. We gotta hurry really bad. Well, good morning, other movie haters. I am your host, Will. And I am present for some reason, JJ. (laughs) He loves to be here. So, this week's movie, or... Well, is this even weekly? This movie... <laughs> Does this count? This, this, is this allowed? The thing we observed <laughs> was Pan from 2015, starring Hugh Jackman, Levi Miller, Garrett Hedlund, Rooney Mara, and Amanda Seyfried, the two latter of which were both nominated for Worst Supporting Actress. Congratulations. So, uh, Congratulations. Oh, boy. They didn't win, but here, here's to next year, right? Yeah, yeah there's always <laughs> next year. God, I hope to become more supporting actor someday. Yeah, me too. It's it's been my lifelong dream. I worked so hard for it. Uh, this movie was well. This thing was directed by Joe Wright. You may know him because he did a movie adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. He did a compelling episode of Black Mirror, and then this shit. So that's the director. This movie had a budget of a hundred and fifty million dollars, and somehow was able to. Uh, confuse and steal back a hundred and ten million. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a twenty-seven percent, and this other website, Rogbert, which apparently reviews a lot of movies, Roger Ebert, Roger Ebert gave it a one star out of five. Nice. Wait, isn't Roger Ebert out of four? It gave it a one out of four. <laughs> I just assume all stars are out of five. I didn't know this was some Michelin star bullshit. Yeah, no, he did have a very high opinion of himself. He also is dead to me, so he didn't. He did not review this one. I, Some random person did. Pretty sure he, yeah, yeah, he died before this movie came out. Yeah, and he's dead to me. <laughs> so well, that too, even if he was alive, because you're actually correct. I would count it. Yeah. So let's. I I want to start with our first impressions of the movie. Couple of things. First things first. Every adult in this movie did a horrible job acting. Now, some people might say Hugh Jackman wasn't trying because he knew the movie was bad, and that's a fucking lie because he was putting his fucking heart into it, and he did a horrible yeah. job, and I think less of him. I do. 
Well, I mean, you know, every actor has to have that one movie where they just completely lose their shit for the entire runtime. This was Hugh Jackman. <laughs> he was like into it and everything, and he yeah. like he well, liked well, the role for sure, without a doubt. Yeah, he played no, Blackbeard. I mean, it's a it's a weird phenomenon. A lot of people like there's a lot of actors will just have a movie where they're just going really hard, screaming, wearing their goth makeup the entire time. I I don't know why it is like that, but I kind of appreciate it. Yeah, like I'm sure, like it seemed like he was having fun. Said no, but not not a great performance. Not a great performance. The 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 guy who plays Captain Hook, I hated him. I hated his cowboy voice. Not a fan. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I will say throughout this whole review, I thought the kid playing Peter Pan and the kid playing Peter Pan's best friend were very yeah. good. Like. The child actors were the best actors in the movie. Oh, without a doubt. Honestly, it might have been better if they also played the adult roles. Like, I'm not even kidding with you. Like, <laughs> just, just do some Children of the Corn shit. Or reverse Children. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Reverse Children of the Corn. Yes. Where they just have kids playing adults the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny with the adults, like, as fucking Peter Pan. Hey there, guys, I'm here to save the lost boy. He's just fucking doing a John Wayne impression. Hey, Pilgrims, hey it's Pil- me, hey, Peter Pan. <laughs> but that doesn't su- save this movie. There's no salvation. It, no. W- it was... There is no salvation. There's for no salvation. Movie. It was not good. So, yeah. Another thing, it felt like three people were directing this movie. And each one had a different yeah. goal. Yeah. And not a single one was willing to talk to the other one. Well, yeah, I mean, there's... I, there's straight up, like... Five different, entirely different, like, styles yeah. throughout the movie as you go through. Yeah. I bookmarked a couple of them. Okay, good. But, yeah. And it wasn't well-defined at all, at all. And it was... No, it just sort of happened. It was super inconsistent with whoever Nothing the, was well-defined yeah, who, in this. Whoever the art director like, were, was was just having some huge yeah. crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Anyways... Uh, my first impressions, I actually saw this a while ago, and with my brother, and, you know, we both watched Peter Pan a bunch of, as kids, so we, we kind of we knew about it. Um, it starts off in the 1940s. Uh, if you know anything about Peter Pan, the play came out in 1904. So, I'm not sure where what happens here, but um, we're 40 years ahead of the start of the, you know, play, right off the bat. It's in the middle of World War II. Because, for some reason. <laughs> uh, don't worry. If you think this time travel shit's weird, it gets so much weirder. <laughs> um, other first impressions. Uh, as you mentioned, Cowboy... Or, fucking hell. Yeah, Cowboy Hook, actually. That's what we should refer to him as. Because <laughs> good old uh, Captain Hook in this is, for some reason, a southern drawl American. Just for... Just because they wanted a cowboy one, so as we mentioned, there were five different directors. Uh, one point, it turns into a western for twenty seconds. Yes, and then it stops being a western. Yeah, and at some point, this guy becomes a posh pirate. Also, yeah. also, don't want to spoil too much. But at some point, they become enemies, and I do not buy that from this movie. No, I don't either. Right? Because, like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what possible reason Peter Pan will have to cut off his hand and throw it to the crocodiles in a couple of years, right? Yes. Well, the thing is... I, we should probably cover that when we get closer to the end, but... Yes. The thing is, when you rebrand a whole 
a whole, you know, long series that has such history right. and deep roots with right. people. You can't say that it, because this whole movie is basically mm-hmm. saying like, yeah, even though this whole thing contradicts with what happens in those old Disney movies yeah. and the play, they're the same thing and, and like it all works together. And it's like, this isn't a different take on it. This is just a prequel. And it's like, well, but what? Like, what the fuck? Uh, Wicked kind of does the same thing, except that has the general benefit of being good, right? Like, Wicked doesn't fit in the general Oz storyline, but mm-hmm. they didn't completely shit the bed when they wrote it. No, that's true. So no one cares. No, People generally true. treat that as more canon than the actual, like, novels. Mm-hmm. Mostly because Elfring Baum's a raging racist, but we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> so, I think we're ready to, let's just get right into the rest of the movie. Yeah. So... Oh, wait. Mm. Another quick first yeah. impression that you might have had, but I needed to dispel. Uh, this is not, in fact, a Disney live-action remake to secure the IP brand, despite the fact there is absolutely no soul in this movie whatsoever. <laughs> I I don't know how they turned out something so soulless if they weren't trying to retain IP rights, to be quite frank. I, I don't <clears> either, <throat> because, I mean, $150 million is a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, $150 million. Like, it's you, every. All the signs point to this being like Disney trying to maintain the rights, but no, this is a Warner Brothers production. They just felt like doing something set in the Peter Pan universe. And, like, maybe that's why they set in, like, a real. Wait, weird this had nothing to do with Disney? Retain their rights? No. That do- this has nothing to do with That explains nothing. This, like, confuses right? me more. Right. Oh my god, I didn't even know that this whole fucking time. I was like, wow, Disney really tried some things. I found that Disney got also. dark. Oh, Disney doesn't give a shit. I thought, it was, I thought it was like, you know, Disney yeah. would actually remake, but no, it's just weird. Wow. It's just so overtly weird. It's fucking crazy. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, wow. So, it, it kicks up with the good old classic, let me tell you a story, because... Which I hate. Originality is for suckers. Yeah, apparently. Uh, he gets dropped on the doorstep of an orphanage, because originality is for suckers. Okay. I actually... I immediately <laughs> oh, have... Yes, let me say. Yeah, in, in the first two minutes, I'm already, like, upset at this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the mom, you know, she, you know, she drops the baby off, whatever... But he's got the pan flute necklace, which is stupid. I know they tie it back in, but it's still stupid. I think that was a poor choice. Yeah. Yeah. But um, sequels love doing that, where they give origins to literally everything, including people's names. And to Pan's benefit, I have seen worse versions of this. That's fair. That's fair. What bugs? Because it was sort of plot integral in this. The other one just sort of say, oh, here's her name. See ya. Yeah. But the thing that bugs me the most about the scene is mm-hmm. when the mom, the mom, boom. Um, which I think is Amanda Seyfried, puts him down and then, like, mm. fucking dips. But then she doubles yeah. back and then it's like, I love you so much, like, to show that she's not heartless. Mm. But they could have just done that at the beginning of the scene. Like, they didn't have yeah. to have her come back and do, like, it's like, yeah, it, it just didn't make sense. And honestly, it was poor directing. It. And, then, and then she stuffed the note in his shirt, right? I think she started with that, though. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Sorry, I, because I, I, at first I straight forgot that she did the note thing. Like, wait a minute, how do they know his name is Peter? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that also, uh-huh. I was like, wait a second. So. And I'm like, I guess you wrote that down on the note. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, another thing. When this movie started again, I'm like, hey, you know what? Now that I've seen a lot more movies, having grown up, uh, this guy, in four years, five years. <laughs> 
you know, I'm much older and wiser now. Yes, yes, of course, uh, of course. I'm like, you know, this looks a lot like a uh, movie based off a stage production, like Les Miserables or something, right? So I looked it up, and sure enough, uh, in 2015, there was, uh, in 2015, they made a, a movie adaptation of the Peter and Wendy stage play. Oh. This is not that movie. No. <laughs> This has nothing to do with it whatsoever. The exact same year, another Peter Pan movie came out. What the fuck? <laughs> Apparently, it was much better. Uh, I did. I read a brief plot synopsis, and basically, it's uh, Peter Pan and Wendy. But it also starts off with like the Wizard of Oz thing, where but instead, uh, someone... this one they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, it does the Wizard of Oz thing where it takes place in, like, our real modern world. Someone has a dream, and everyone they know in real life is in the dream, taking on the roles of the characters. Hmm. Right. That's hard to I don't, do. I don't know why I brought that up. I guess to, so that, you know, there's something out there if you there's want. There's an alternative. To in live action for some reason. Yeah. We're cool. <laughs> I have. But I thought that was funny. Like, wow, this looks like a play, but it's not. No. <laughs> And there was one, and it didn't look this much like a play. <laughs> it had a hundredth of the budget, and it was good. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Well, also, Tiger Lily's not white in it. <laughs> That's a first. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, um, so orphanage yes. time. Good old English orphanages. They're all the same, because originality is for suckers. I wrote down two things about the orphanage. Mm-hmm. First things first. The maids have huge fucking hats, or the orphanage ladies. Oh, yeah, that point of, like, straight into heaven. <laughs> yeah. They look like a, they're like the popped colors of hats. Yeah, it's just, like, ridiculous and not accurate. That was funny. Like, they, like they look like a cartoon villain, like, super high popped collar going above, like, Yzma. They look like Yzma, but it starts at her scalp instead of her shoulders. They look like if Emperor Palpatine had a hat. That's what they look like. <laughs> Everyone bullied me for it, so now I just walk around in my bathrooms all day. <laughs> and then I also wrote down Miss Barbados. I love the way she says gutters. She's like, gutters. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not English. <laughs> uh, but yeah, standard English orphanage stuff. Uh, they Everyone gets slop. Yeah. Good old English slop. Yeah. It's, apparently, they usually have bacon in it. I don't see how that would improve the slop. Nope, nope. But Miss Fat Barbados fucking stole all of it and hid her in her office. Yep. Now, uh, they broke a statue's nose to find her secret stash, and then they just fucking shelled honey into their mouth. You just, you just glance over the part where Peter Pan <laughs> just bashes in a window with a shoe. Nonchalantly. <laughs> like, he's fucking done it a lot. And also, it wasn't his shoe. He made his friend, who was carrying him, take off his shoe. Which, by the way, this scene was actually, I thought it was pretty good. Except yeah, for yeah. his reaction to breaking a fucking window was a little... Like, they weren't like, oh shit, they might have hurt... They were like, alright, let's go inside, like we did it. Well, like, I don't know, I kind of like... I, I don't <laughs> think it was intentional, but I like the implication they've done it before. I do too, I do too. But I like how his friend did not take Peter off his shoulders and took the shoe off. Because I was like, I've done that. Yeah, like, yeah. that's like that's what kids act like. Like, it was yeah. cool. I feel like they might have done better if they'd done, like, an Oliver Twist movie or something. Yeah, I agree. If they had just... Because while awfully generic, it's pretty good, the first the intro part. Yeah. and or, I don't know if I want to say good, but enjoyable. I mean, it's pretty well shot, it's too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, it's 
hoodlum boys being hoodlum boys. <laughs> yeah. And also the children, the child actors being the best actors in the movie. Yeah, throughout the whole movie. Oh, yeah. So. Anyways, uh, they get caught for being little shits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, did anything even come of that? I don't remember. When they get caught for being shitty? Yeah, they get, like, reprimanded and then something, oh, something bad's supposed to happen. I think they just got sent to their room. Yeah, I, is this before, I, I was, I kind of got confused when the bombing happened. I kind of forgot when that happened. Yeah. But when the, yeah. but yeah, so the, so they get bombed by the Nazis, obviously. Right. And so here's the thing. Because we're in the 40s for some reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's the thing I wrote down is the, the main lady, Ms. Barbados, she counts the orphans because they're all hiding somewhere or trying to leave, I guess, which was also super mm-hmm. confusing. And that was kind of like a contingency thing where it was like, are you? Are you fucking with me? Like, losing consistency already? Well, I thought that was because they were getting abducted. Well, they weren't hiding in a bunker. But they weren't okay. staying in the orphanage. But she was <laughs> counting them. But they weren't leaving because they definitely stayed there that very night. Which, actually, the whole thing <laughs> takes place at night, which is also weird. But, <clears throat> anyway, she counts them. And then she, like, doesn't count enough orphans. And it's like, <gasps> Peter. And says nothing about his friend who was with him the <clears throat> whole time. And I was like, well, that's... That's shitty. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, in fact, it's kind of weird because, like, because Peter's also like, no, he didn't do nothing, and and like, but but he's not even really getting reprimanded. No, and she's like, well, he'll be in trouble. Are too. you trying to deflect blame onto him? <laughs> but like subversively, like, no, it wasn't his idea entirely, and he isn't keeping me captive. And then she's like, no, it wasn't oh. him. He, it wasn't his shoe either that I used while yeah. wearing both of my shoes, and he only had one on. His foot isn't bleeding from glass. And he's like, what the fuck, Peter? He's like, I got this. I got this. I'll get out of so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she also had uh, a chest anyways. full of gold. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Well... Yeah, oh. so, like, was that supposed to be the pi- from the pirates or something? Yeah, so the pirates basically buy the orphans as slaves, but they, like... So then why did they steal them? But why did they... Well, she knew, too, because she put up the pirate flag, and then they bungee yeah. jump through a fucking hole in the roof? Yeah, did... Is this what's supposed to be happening every night? How did the other kids <laughs> Seriously, not notice? how did they not notice? Because it was kind of like, loud. The kids were just disappearing. Yeah, these... But... These pi- There's nothing subtle about this. No. And if this is special, how did she know the like protocol for this particular night? I, if it was different. They would have had to have paid her off. Right, right. Which, I mean, that, that makes sense, but like, that means this has happened before, and that doesn't make sense. Which also, what the fuck is she telling the government when they're like, hey, there's like 30 fucking less kids. We're not going to give you the rations. She's like, no, uh, I'm just, I'm just... they're all in the bathroom. And then they're like... What? <laughs> what? Did you sell these kids? Because there aren't kid bodies here, are there? No. I just thought it was so. Weird. I mean, either like you've got pigs out back that are eating all of them, or yeah. Oh, I also, I also wrote. I laughed when Peter, who's it's very apparent that he's super dyslexic. Mm-hmm. He asked his friend to read the letter in his file, right? <laughs> and then his friend starts reading it, and he's like, "No, no, no, out loud." <laughs> I, I, I liked it. I thought it was funny. He, they did a good job. Yeah, yeah. So the hijinks were turning in kid. Yeah, good old kid hijinks. Oh, you know what happened? Actually, they did get punished. I wrote it down. I wrote the quote: hmm. "Time for the pine," and she pulls out 
a stick to beat them with. Oh, yeah, and then it just, yeah, yeah, she pulls out the uh, fucking switch, and then yeah. it just jump cuts after that. And they, they weren't, like, rubbing happen. their butt. They actually, like, were perfectly fine, which kind of bugged me. They're probably but, used to it. I think um his friend was unconscious, and then Peter asked Lynn <laughs> how many kids disappeared. Oh, okay, yeah, he was, like, or, face wait, down Wait, was it or slim or skinny? I forgot. I think it was skinny. I don't remember. His friend's name was weird, and I didn't remember it. Because they, they didn't want you to remember the friend, and that kind of bugged me. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, I wrote, I also wrote down, it's nice to see a silly movie with a human trafficking element. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's. Uh, I'll cover that later. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so, so uh, pirates come in with some wire foo, because it's, it's that type of movie now. Yes, yes, yes. Apparently. Lots of bungee jumping in this whole movie. Again, very much reminds me of a stage play, like the way yeah. the bungee jumping and stuff is played. Which would have been fine if the whole thing was a stage play, rather than uh, a fifth of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> I would have been okay with it at that point, but it just... I. This I, it felt like five people were directing this movie and they did not like each other and did yeah. not talk to each other. Yeah. Uh, um. Some allied forces go to meet the air raids, right? Because you know they're being attacked. I, ha- I have. I do have a couple mm. more things before they get on the pirate ship. First things first. I mean, we're, we're already up to like fifty minutes, but okay. It's fine. It's fine. Miss Miss Brumblepuss, I forgot her name already, and I didn't write it correctly. She Sparta kicks him into pirates, Peter. Yeah. God, what a fucking hero. Peter says, "Holy putty!" No, I got more. I got putty. I got fucking ration checks to cash. Yeah, seriously. I got welfare rations to cash. Yeah. And then his friend was a badass and just fucking jumped right off the boat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the Allied forces <laughs> try and shoot down a pirate ship that's flying. Which was a cool scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good. Like, it, there's there was very obviously $150 million put into the, this production. Like, it's not one of those things where you're like, where did the money go? You know yeah. where the money went. Well, if it had been... And it was not into those birds. They, they had an advantage because it was dark and cloudy, which hid the yeah. bad parts of the CGI. So it only looked good. It, it had... Yeah, not, this scene, not the birds. In this we'll scene... Get to that. Which I really yeah, wish that it had been dark and cloudy throughout the rest of the CGI. <laughs> so, uh, okay, yeah, go ahead. And it's all women, which is fine. Yeah. But all the adults yeah, uh, are working women. the working the call area where they're talking to the uh, where they're talking to the pilots. Mm-hmm. It's all blonde women. Actually, insert yeah. some Sigrid Freud the- quote. Honestly, it kind of, they kind of feel like they're all the same '50s actress. They have like they found on like 3D Max or something, and then duty then just like duplicated throughout the room. Yeah, like the Olympus and Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Dockfight's pretty cool. Uh, the pirate ship apparently has uh, better altitude capabilities than World War II fighters, so that was interesting. Why they wait so long? They just go straight up in the air into the space. I- I think they... Okay, so there are, like, warp gates in this, by the way. I, I bet you weren't expecting to find warp gates in your Peter Pan. But... I did not understand that part. I didn't catch that yeah. the first time. Yeah, so... I think that was the only way to get to it, maybe? Was, like, at a specific coordinates or something that they had to get to? I don't like it. That's the only explanation I have. I don't know why I'm trying to justify this movie's lazy I don't like it. it. I get it. I do not like it. I did... Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I think I just put more thought into it than they did. I think they just wanted a cool scene to rip off from Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, probably. 
<laughs> Probably. Director yeah, number four was like, Iron Man 3 sold. We need to sell. We need to... <laughs> Shit, guys. Rewatch... So in this thing that's totally not trying to get money from the Disney franchise at all. Haha, we're we're original. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just rip off some Marvel movies for our action scenes. <laughs> Even though this is not a Disney movie, let's just rip them off. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the altitude climb fight wasn't the first, wasn't first from there, but yeah. No, I mean it was from probably. A uh, please submit your card. best dog fighting scenes to please pay our rent at gmail.com. Please do. I will uh, watch in the it. form of twenty dollar donation. In the form of twenty dollar donation. Write your favorite dog fight scene on a twenty dollar bill and send it in to us. <laughs> yeah, write them down. Don't send us any links. I don't want to watch that shit. <laughs> I want you to write on a twenty dollar bill and mail it to at pleasepayarat at gmail.com <laughs> Street Boulevard. It might be hard to find an analog to digital money converter, but they're still out there. Yeah, definitely. In Northwest. Montana. Northwest is the name of the town. It's actually in the south. Northwest Montana. It's named south because it's south of east Montana, not because it's actually south. They're both sort of towards the north. (laughs) I told you, east Uh, Montana Montana was was named after Jedediah East. (laughs) It's not actually east. It's very north. I told you, east Montana is a myth. I told you that. (laughs) I... Okay, maybe the guy who created it was, but I swear I've been there. West Montana <laughs> will rise again. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, just like, as we all know, the sun rises in the West Montana, which is actually <laughs> on the east side of Montana. The sun rises in West Virginia and sets in East Berlin. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then it's just sort of black and for like half of the earth, and then it rises again. <laughs> Through the earth for like part of it, just a solid like third of it. It's yeah, gone. yeah, it's like two interlocking rings is the orbit. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Fun fact: neither the sun orbits the earth, nor does the earth orbit the sun. They both sort of just interlock in their path. <laughs> they just high five. There's rapidly. some real bad clipping issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The geometry fully bad. optimized. <laughs> so speaking of things that clip and don't that entire sentence gonna get and cut. Don't, yeah, I hope to God so. Actually, we are we up to twenty minutes, twenty seconds yet? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, wait. So. Yeah, go ahead. Hmm. Are, are we about to get into the music? We're about to get into the music. Okay. So, fun fact. Uh, this movie originally was going to have the composer from V for Vendetta, right? Um, good, really? good composer, good composer, but he wasn't able to get onto it, right? Yeah. So instead, they got someone else. <laughs> the guy who did the score for How to Train Your Dragon. A really good score. Yeah. So then. So then. Why, upon entering Neverland, do we immediately hear Smells Like Teen Spirit being sung by thousands of pirates? Now, I want you to think about this for a moment. This is a minute and a half music video in a prequel that is set 40 years after the thing it's adapting, starring a pirate that has been dead for 300 years at the setting of this movie, singing a song written 50 years after the set... After the setting of the movie, a song performed by uh, Americans, <laughs> um, one who was Croatian, one whose family left Europe over a hundred years ago. I lost my shit when I heard "Smells Like Teen <laughs> Spirit" being sung by pirates in a guttural tone. I fucking and they make all the they make it. all the orphans sing along too. Yeah, and they're like sing to it, and, so, and then fucking it, it makes them happy. And there's like the drum beat, like boo. 
It was yeah. like with the Lord of Rings where like they let the orcs sing after like they've been rise from mud, but instead it's Nirvana's <laughs> spirit. And so I guess I guess they're implying that the that Nirvana was lost children, they like the lost boys from Peter Pan or something. <laughs> Either that, so, um, oh, so also, this is a scene where Blackbeard's introduced, where he's, so Hugh Jackman's hamming it the fuck up in this scene. Um, I guess he's trying to be, like, ominous, like, foreboding, you know, sort of uh, Heath Ledger type guy, right? Mm -hmm. But he's singing Smells Like Teen Spirit, (laughs) and then he, like, you know pops up onto like the rails straddling them to continue singing well here's to his groupies of pirates from all races <laughs> creeds and times so yes well here's my that also raises the question did smell was smells like <laughs> written before they were sucked to neverland or did they learn it from neverland and then just fucking pirate it from the pirates like a bunch of hardcore badasses <laughs> Dave Grohl, please respond if you see this. Don't sing. Don't don't sing that. What do you do with the drunken sailor again? Let's get it. smells <laughs> like Teen Spirit. Just one more time. And they don't change the word. Like it's the same word. Like it just doesn't fit. Yeah. My biggest yeah. issue with it is Hugh Jackman. You're right. He's hamming it the fuck up, and he's walking out like a badass. He's like, oh, it's my fucking soundtrack. Oh, I fucking love Nirvana, right? Yeah. But like. He's like kind of singing it like mm-hmm. under his breath, like he's not confident in singing it. Yeah, this guy who was like, just in Les Mis, boating or something. Yeah, well, it it yeah, it looks like a fucking like uh, totally accurate lip reading thing where they like yeah. add something, yeah, in, yeah, right? Yeah, like, totally. You're like that can't be what he's saying. <laughs> it looks like a joke because he's not like yeah. if he was into it, it'd be too much, but it would have been better than him not committing to it. He shouldn't have sang at all, <laughs> actually. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's weird that he, like, I think he sang a couple verses, but he was more shouting them than he was singing. And it's yeah. like, you have Hugh Jackman in this weird minute and a half music video, again, that the most anachronistic thing I have ever seen, I think. <laughs> like, can we talk, like, I already mentioned it, but that chain of time travel about how this song exists is just weird. It's not great. It's not great. The director must have been 1940s, like forties, about the nineteen hundreds, <laughs> with a guy from the seventeen hundreds singing a song from the nineteen nineties. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird. You know, I bet the director and they were watching this scene, and the director was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, did we leave Hughes mic on?" And then they were like, "Well, do you want us to reshoot it?" And he's like, "Do you know how hard it is to get five hundred men to sing Smells Like Teen Spirit without laughing? Are you fucking with me?" <laughs> I mean, come on. Go on, they had five people singing and then CGI. You're right, you're right. But, you're right, it, it was. Anyways, so so we completely have almost ignored the introduction of the main villain of this movie in some ways. Like, we're, we're mostly talking about how, we're, like, how weird Hugh Jackman is and how weird this scene is. But yeah, Hugh Jackman is the main villain of this movie. Yes. And he's Blackbeard. Yes. Again, a guy who died a very long time ago. He didn't disappear, by the way. Like, it's not like Amelia Earhart where you say, oh, maybe they did get pulled in Neverland. No, he was gunned and stabbed a couple dozen times. We know this. It was, it was kind of similar to Custer's Last Stand, where he's just like, I can hold him out. But then they just ruined him. Yeah. And also, you know, Blackbeard's famous for his massive black beard that, you know, he set on fire because he's a freak. But <laughs> he's got a little this, biker goatee. He doesn't look like an insane pirate. He looks like fucking. Aurelio Voltaire, the singer, or like 
He just looks like a goth dude. He looks like my meth neighbor, is actually what he looks yeah. like. And he's yeah. like a weird pale white, which is fine, Honestly, but yeah. like, it was it was not fitting. Yeah. I, I just realized this is just Hugh Jackman as Voltaire. <laughs> Can't wait totally, for the biopic to come out. It totally is. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so he's our main villain for some reason. Um, he has everyone. So, so he's really bragging about how diverse his slave labor camp is. He's like, oh man, we've got people from every race, every creed, every time. Uh, they all have English accents still, you know, except except, except for except Captain Hook, Denver. the most English bastard in all of Peter Pan. Who's just a cowboy? He's just a cowboy. I want to bring up real quick two of the pirates that always are around. One's a math addict, like that's what they're dressed up as, and the other one's just fucking dressed up as a clown. They're just wearing clown makeup, (laughs) not like tribal, like scary makeup. No, no, like clown fucking makeup. No, well, obviously that was a that was a One Piece reference that you didn't get. You uncultured. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my god, I fucking forgot. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what was up with that guy either. It was weird. It was weird. I was like, he's worse than the meth addict. We've got Buggy the Clown. We've got Aurelio Voltaire. We've got who else? Uh, We've got off-brand Indiana Jones. Drug addicts and clowns sounds like the next insane clown posse album. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of their whole genre. It is their genre. You're right. You're right. But yeah, so. Captain Hook is so, the worst. Uh, Blackbeard gives his whole speech. Ignore that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blackbeard gives his whole speech. And, like, he starts off, like, you know, trying to project his voice so you can hear him. Then he starts mumbling to himself. And we're supposed to pretend like this massive, like, mile diameter crater if people can all hear him. Yeah. <laughs> we just accept. It's never brought up. Like, they never say, oh, he's got magic. He's got speakerphones. He's got f- fucking crack. He's on crack. No. <laughs> No, he, he's just mumbling to himself, and they all believe they hear it hard enough that they do, I guess. Yes. I guess when belief can resurrect fairies, why why not? Let's go with that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so he's really proud of his indiscriminate slavery. Yes, yes, yes. All his boy slaves. Mm, mm, yes. Yeah, also, he only collects male slaves. Real quick, I, so, like... His slaves are either ten, mm. Captain Hook, or late fifties. Like there's no yeah. in between yeah. at all. Yeah. And they're not like ripped or buff. Like it doesn't make sense why they survive. They are all like awful, disgusting people. Mm. Uh, well, there's the one guy that's ripped and buff. That's true. I, yeah. That's true. So I I did write down Peter and Hook's relationship is weird. Mm-hmm. So, because oh, it's not Peter and Hook. <laughs> yeah, like, but like, like Captain Hook was not in this movie. They just had James Hook, the cowboy, the cowboy that's Hook. True. Also, he sharpens a pickaxe with a with a hook. With a hook, just so like bugs me. Like he also the first time, and he also like you know, uh, Peter will get there in the jail. Blah blah blah. He uses a hook to break into there, and then he just stops. Yeah, he like uses a hook for a bunch of things to like get his brand across, I guess. And like, okay. Now that we have established, fuck this. It's hard working with a hook. We give up. I do like how they didn't give him a hook, and he didn't have some sob backstory. So they kept true to that because mm-hmm. Peter Pan does cut off his hand in right. like every story I've ever heard of Peter Pan. So I'm glad yeah, that they didn't do that because they totally would have. Yeah. So, yeah. I 
So honestly, what I thought they were going to do when I first saw the movie, I thought like he was going to get attacked by a, a alligator and Peter Pan was going to cut off his hand to save him. Really? At which point I would have audibly booed in the in the dollar theater I saw this at. <laughs> I would have also believed. We didn't want the actual production that. company getting money, so we waited for it to go to the dollar nice. theater. Obviously, that's fair. That's fair. I waited till now, so that's five years <laughs> later. Yeah. So I wrote down. Peter throws up the vagina sign, which is horribly offensive. <laughs> It's horribly offensive in Britain. Like, you can't just do that in a kid's fucking movie. And he does it, like, really fast. And it's not like they're like, oops, did he do that? No, like, they were like, yep, this is him doing that. Yep, got it, ten seconds. And I was like, did this just fucking happen? <laughs> I was like, what a badass. Shout out to this fucking kid. I was even thinking about that. I was like, huh, he's throwing the peace sign. No, that's like, oh, God. yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I, I realize now that you pointed it out. How did they get away with this that? Movie this movie released class... in Britain. It didn't release here. Yeah, most of the cast was English. Yes. <laughs> or Australian, at least. Actually, a lot of them were Australian, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I, I, I think Rooney Mara's dad was Aboriginal. We'll get to that. There were two Americans. You could tell because they could not do <laughs> British accents, and they <laughs> did not allow them to. And um, Headland was Hook. In his defense, he never did do an English accent. That's true. <laughs> Hang on, what if he was trying to do an English accent and then they just rewrote him to be a cowboy when he kept saying, it was like, oh, hello, governor. Hello, what, governor. Why, I'm just why are you doing your John Wayne impression? <laughs> this is what the English sound like. No, we don't. Yeah, you do. That was a really bad accent. I am sorry Harvest. to our one and a half English viewers. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry you're offended. Oh. Oh, also, I noticed the uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit thing, going back to that real fast, yeah. uh, starts at 2020, which is a good sign for the rest of this year. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, Mr. Indiscriminate Slavery has them all mining for Pixum, for what we do not know yet. Hugh Jackman. Pixum is just basically the soul of the blood of the th fairy, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it it's crystallized pixie dust, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it just is sort of there. Uh, basically, Blackbeard genocided the fuck out of some fairies. Because mm -hmm. why not? <clears throat> and uh, yeah, now he's super upset about it because he needs more fucking... Needs more sparkle crack. Yes. Sparkle rock. He does snort it. <laughs> that is correct. So. Uh, spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> this is important because... Uh, I mentioned Peter Pan gets thrown in jail. That's because he finds some Pixum mm -hmm. and some bigger dude just yanks it from him. Is like, oi, I found some Pixum, I did. Uh, shut up, that's that's his accent. I believe, I, it. I, I believe I, it. It was not good. I did not believe all these yeah, British people it, it were was British. Not it was like a posh guy trying to do a cockney, if that makes sense. <laughs> it does. Because it is what it's sounded <laughs> like. Right, dead Anyways, found that uh, good old Peter's stuff. like, no, wait, he stole that from me. And they're like, shut the fuck up, kid. Snitches get stitches. So they tie him up and, like, uh, have him on trial. Or they have them jump into, they, you know, they do a walk the plank. But these are all flying ships. So it's just into the ground. But the crowd's right beneath them. Where are they supposed to fall to? The How come we didn't see the splatter of the first kid <laughs> when he fell? They They fall randomly into the crowd. Which also, I wrote down... Fucking Blackbeard Sparta kicks a kid <laughs> to his death. Wait, I thought he double bounced him with the plank. Didn't he like jump on it to like no, you know the, he, no, the good old classic trick? He didn't Sparta kick him. He jumps on it and he kicks behind him like a donkey, like a straight kick. 
Oh, yeah. Like right in the kid's chest. It was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> yeah, that scene was good. A, a bit of that scene was good also because, like, uh, Captain or fucking Blackbeard is like, you know, when they're on trial, he's saying what they're accused of, and there's a guy feeding him the yes. wine right before he says it. That was actually like, really good. Like, <clears throat> uh, Peter Pan gets tried, he gets kicked off the plank, and then he floats for like two seconds and then falls. So I didn't hate this scene. Maybe in jail. <laughs> I didn't hate this scene because no, I usually would have, mm. but I didn't hate it mm. because he floats in place, he can't control it, and then he falls so yeah. hard he passes out. And I was like, yeah. that's fair. And then he wakes up in uh, Voltaire's living room. Yeah, that was a little creepy. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay. Oh, I wrote I down, down this is important. One of the pirates dressed as a caveman. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Each new pirate is weirder than the last. Yeah, so I think I said something to the effect earlier, but nothing's focused in this movie mm. whatsoever, including the costume design. And it wasn't like, like they were going for an Alice in Wonderland theme. They just didn't know what they were yeah, doing. No. Well, what they were trying to do was trying to say they were trying to get along their point that, oh, they come from all races, creeds, and time periods. But they're all still vaguely piratey, and everyone except Hook still has an English accent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, the, it feels very hollow, which will be the plot of other diversity moments in this movie. Yes. Uh, so basically, uh, Blackbeard says, hey, kid, I want more crack. You can lead me to crack. There's a, for there's a prophecy, because of course there is, about a half-breed, because of course there is, being mm -hmm. original for starters. The monologue, actually every monologue by Hugh Jackman, one, falls flat, and two, is conflicting, mm -hmm. and it's just weird yeah. and makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I wrote, this is another movie that goes from scary to silly to serious to confused, right? Like Silence of the Lambs. Like, <laughs> I mean, kind of. I mean, dude, the guy's delivering comedic like gold all the time. But he's supposed to be still anyway, sorry. No, I get it, I get it, I get it. Uh he's like, get me more crack, and the boy's like, I don't I don't think I can. So he gets sent to jail mm -hmm. for not delivering the rocks. Uh yeah. And this is part of, I think this is the last time we see the hook, in fact. Uh he uses it to punch through a wall. I didn't realize he used like, the hey, hook. Boy, you're gonna bust it out. I couldn't even tell, mm -hmm. so that was kind of a waste for them. <laughs> yeah, it's what he used to knock down the hole in the wall like hey kid can you fly and he's like yeah i i can fly and that's like shit that's all you had to say and they break him out or he breaks him out uh they go out and meet up with smeen one thing that i'll give to them <laughs> is they didn't make my personal thing that i hate most in movies the ultimate <laughs> sin for me personally and pet peeve is when a movie says you've got 30 seconds and then Five oh, minutes. Yeah, it takes later. like ten minutes. Yeah. Or yeah. you know, like if you give me a time period, you better fucking live this with it. Planet right? was self-destructed in five. Seriously. Minutes. He was like, kid, you got about thirty seconds. And they did an okay job playing out that scene. And the yeah. kid like tried to overplay yeah. it and then it oh, went yeah, off the... early, which was funny. Yeah, and that was actually real good uh characterization of Peter Pan, like just talking shit while he's about to <laughs> yeah. load so he can like get leverage over someone. Cause that is what Peter Pan is supposed to be. He's basically overly confident in everything he does. A very Spider-Man-like figure. 
Yeah, yeah. He and he's hurt. Like he goes against the bars, he screams, and when he comes mm. out, he's like coughing up dust and he's like in pain. So mm. I like how they showed mm. that there were repercussions cuz usually they don't, mm. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, he almost fucking died. <laughs> mm. They kill a shit ton of kids in this movie. <laughs> quite a few, quite a few. One of the reviews I read was a mom who's like this movie's too violent. And I was like a lot of people die in this movie. I see what she's talking about now. But they just burst in a Bengara paint smoke. It's fine. They're fine. We'll get there, because I've got a lot of words about that. <laughs> oh, God. So they, uh, you know, get Smeen to load them in a mine carton. They try sneaking out where it does its next entirely uh, huge tone transition. Uh, the first one being from the, you know, play style of England to the weird, massive, like, pit style of, I don't know, sort of... Kind of like a Mad Max type deal. Yeah. Did, is how I describe it. To a straight, like, Western. For a little bit. Did you notice how... Yeah, where they're, like, on minecarts, but they're minecart <laughs> ski lift. Because they're floating... Because they have to keep mind with their, like, floating boats and shit. Mm. But, yeah. Like, the way it's shot is very Western. The camera's tinted orange for some reason. You know. Did you notice how slow each fighting scene was? Like, it was like, this is embarrassing. And I bet they're not yeah. even doing all the tricks themselves. Because it just was going so yeah. slow. And all the, all the like, choreography was ripped off from other parts of the Caribbean movie. Like, almost exactly. Oh, like, I mean, let's be, I mean, let's be real. It's not like a Blackbeard d- doesn't kind of come across as, like, a discount Johnny. Depp. No, you're right. And I don't blame them Which, for doing that. I feel bad saying Hugh Jackson is being a discount Johnny Depp. He really is. <laughs> he is, though. Like, I I genuinely looked at the cast like, huh, who is this? Oh, that's Hugh Jackman <laughs> pretending to be Johnny Depp. <laughs> uh, yeah, so everyone but Peter, like, reacts super slow in every fight. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy how Peter, the fucking kid, who, by the way, they show well, in the shots, is actually moving a shovel as fast as he can. While everyone else is, like, yeah. reacting and, like, rolling super slow. Of... Mm-hmm. Uh, when we get to the trampoline fight, there I can mention more on that. Mm-hmm. But let's let's just keep chugging uh, along in the plot. Yeah. Hook uh, says his plan is like okay, so basically they dock the flying boats too far away from the mainland in order so like people can't jump on them and steal them. So if you float over and steal them, we'll we'll be chilling. Mm-hmm. And Peter's like, yeah, cool. Uh, I can't really fly, so uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And Hook's like, what the fuck? Well, I guess you're going to have to learn. I'm going to throw you off this, and you're going to start flying. <laughs> um, as they're making their little minecart ski lift way up, they get interrupted. Mm-hmm. And it does, you know, that scene that's in every okay action movie, like a bridge collapses or a ski lift gets cut or whatever, where the people in, like, the fulcrum get swung way across. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's so, so incredible. And original. What took away from this scene the most is when they mm-hmm. like flip the boat back over. Hook flips it back mm-hmm. over, and they start flying it differently with Sneed and mm-hmm. you know Peter running around. Oh yeah, they they get spoiler alert. They make it to the boat. They make it to the boat. But when they're like zooming past, well, okay, so Go different ahead. boat. When the full, when the ski lift gets cut, they basically fall on one below them, mm-hmm. and then Grand Theft Auto it. Anyways, back to uh, flipping the boat. Yeah. So when they flip the boat and they jump over this wall which apparently they have this huge fucking damn wall to keep away whoever apparently Mm -hmm. they 
the other boat right behind them that was chasing them to kill them hits into a stone wall and the the bow or the the front what's the very front of it yeah the the wood part sticks through it and it makes the like sound that took away from the whole action scene which was only kind of cool but would have been fine until that point where it was like you just completely threw away everything because it wasn't funny it wasn't silly it wasn't cartoonish and then you completely changed it it was weird because like something my mind was like hmm all of this has the ingredients to make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Why aren't I laughing? Right? Because, like, I don't know. I feel like usually that sort of scene would have gotten me, but it just flat out didn't here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, it, and then, so that was, I think that's the shortest time we spent in one of them. Then it transitions from Cowboy Movie to Avatar, the blue monkey one, not the Tibetan monk one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a blue rainforest is basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And then, despite it being dark and blue, you can't cover up all the bad CG. Okay, so all of a sudden when they're uh-huh. in the, the blue monkey forest, which is what mm-hmm. I'm going to call it, the fucking... All right. There's like universe is like just like half it. They're like, uh, should we put mm-hmm. more trees? And they're like, no, just put a universe there. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. yeah, then another $30 million of CGI budget flies by. <laughs> I wrote, minute 49, the CGI gets bad. <laughs> oh. oh, I was talking about all the, like, eels and stuff floating by them, but if we want to go straight into the bad oh, stuff. Oh, did you not like uh, that? You know my notes? Hmm? Did you like the, because it has all the water was, balls, like, floating. It wasn't, it wasn't, like, a good scene, but, like, the CGI wasn't bad. In a bad. different movie, it would have been cool. It yeah. did not belong yeah, in this, this movie. It, it was not earned or anything. No. <clears throat> yeah. Like, there was nothing building up to the, oh, nat- like, you know, nature's scary or whatever reason you would have to discover the beauty of nature. It just sort of happens. Yeah. And then it immediately unhappens. Um, so what were your notes for the uh, Never Bird showing up? Because I kind of want to read off mine. I just wrote that minute 49, the the CGI gets bad with the, Ex- oh, the Never oh. Bird. So... Excellent. What I wrote when the Neverbird showed up are, never birds are the worst thing. <laughs> that is the entirety of my notes on them. That's a good note. Uh, I would recommend looking up an image of this, fellow listeners. And uh, basically, if you don't want to do that, it's just really cartoon googly eyes on the skull, on like a skull of a bird that's just Kevin from Up. And that's what they are. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I don't mean like they're rendered, be- they're rendered to fit with this live action. No, 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 they're literally fact, Kevin. They're rendered but with less realistically than Kevin is. Literally, though. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> and then, um, you know, they're saved by the native. They're saved by the natives. Yes, because yeah. of course they of course are. They're. I wrote. Now, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Just go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna get into the whole okay. weird relationship they have with uh PC ness. I guess. So Tiger Lily gets whitewashed. Again. Yeah. But it's okay because her tribe has Pacific Islanders, Africans, uh, Native Americans. I think her dad was Aboriginal. Her, which, her, no. no how come she was white if her dad was Aboriginal? No, he was a shaman. No, no, no. I mean, I mean in real life, his actor. Oh, really? Yeah. But even then, why the fuck is he in, like a shaman? Like a Hindu shaman? Yeah, I, or a guru. Well, yeah, a guru so they've got, is what they, I they've got like ochre. They've got like ochre dots on some people. They've got like a feathery headdress on some people. They've got like wax traditional dreadlocks on some people. Yeah. Then they've got like you know big old colorful Mayan 
headdresses. They got like the radial uh, paintings. It's another thing where it's like they had a general theme for costume design they went with, and then they just got a shotgun. I'm like, oh no, that's a little too accurate. <laughs> and then they just got a bowl of spaghetti, shot the shotgun into the bowl of spaghetti, and then used whatever hit the wall from there. And it would have been okay if they were all white. I'll say it. It would have. <laughs> no, it would have because those are the natives to Neverland. I know it's just that's kind of a funny way. But to put it wasn't. So, so yeah, I do need to get into this rant. What the fuck's up with, like, the, like, very vague attempt at political correctness in this? And I do know the answer. It's because it's turned up by the corporate machine, and this is made strictly to how numbers work, right? Yeah. They gave all the main roles to white people, right? Including a character that's traditionally Native American. Now, Mm -hmm. there is some problematic representations of Tiger Lily, of course. Mm -hmm. And I can see them wanting to avoid that. But, like, just don't do that. Just don't make the Native American super racist caricatures again. Keep everything. It's not that hard. Keep everything they did with Tiger Lily in this movie, except get an actress rather yeah. than Rooney I mean, Mara. Hell, even because she so sucked. The uh, other 2015 Peter Pan movie, they didn't have a Native American woman either. They had a African American, or well, African English, but black. Which woman. is fine. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah, but even then, that has some justification because, like I said, it does a Wizard of Oz thing where it's you know represented by people she knows. Yeah. So, like, that makes sense. You live in England, you're not that likely to have met many Native American people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, like, it, and again, it also doesn't follow the tradition of whitewashing. So even though I still don't like just changing the race of a character, it's not as, like, deeply ingrained as being wrong as this is, mm-hmm. basically. Um, And then, so... But don't worry, they do replace some of the classic characters with different races. Like, so Smeen is, uh, I want to say Pakistani, I'm not sure, so I'm That's not going to say anything sounds... anymore. He's from that region where he's the he's Southeast or uh... Southwest <laughs> Asian. He, close to India. Close to India is a yeah. fact. Correct. Yeah. Let's read uh, but anyway, so, but, and yeah, and then Blackbeard also gets, uh, you know, ethnic comic relief. And it's like, why didn't you replace any of the significant characters? Or, hell, they added a new character what, and who is a real person who died 300 years before the movie. Just make a new pirate who's black or Asian or something. Which, there were Chinese pirates. Why not just have, like, anything else than what they did? The worst part is all of these... Well, I guess, I guess you don't want to make a slave, like, owner guy not white, I guess. I, I don't guess. know. But, like... The, the real answer is they wanted Hugh Jackman in, in the movie. All of these ethnic actors, real. all these ethnic actors, mm. made all the white actors in the lead roles look super bad at acting. Yeah. Because they yeah, were so, cool, they yeah, were funny, and they were so, consistent. All of them. Um, so, to uh, basically, the tribe plans to execute our main cast, right? Mm. But they give them a chance by combat, because, you know, why not? And they decide that, you know, uh, Mr. Cowboy looks like their number one fighter. Mm. So they have him go against some, uh, you know, actual, like, a very obviously an actual ma- martial artist. Mm-hmm. But they can't choreograph a real fight scene with him and this guy. So this dude is, like, doing his morning stretching routine and, like, aerobic stuff around ca- around Cowboy Hook. Mm. It's like, man... I wish this guy was in an action scene with another martial artist. Because, <laughs> like, he's just... Oh, yeah, also there are trampolines in this... Be- or anyone because... who knows how to street fight. It was like, wow, yeah. this actor really is incapable well, to like, do anything. Just 
spent some time choreographing it even because like the because like he clearly knew what he was doing and he was just like running circles around him which i guess is a realistic scene but you could feel like he was hopping in place and like yeah he seemed bored uh, he could have snapped he genuinely bored i was upset that they added the trampoline which also shows how bad that yeah. actor was at doing choreography because he couldn't fight so they're like add a trampoline and fuck it yeah yeah because like he can't sell being hit and bounced off of a wall we'll just have the trampoline over from this goes back to what he said of it being really slow it's like you add trampolines to a fight scene, and it's slow. Like, they should be getting... Mm-hmm. It should be, a, like, basically the equivalent of being against the ropes in, like, a boxing match, but at, like, weird angles yeah. and stuff, and that should be the only real difference. Like, he should be getting springboarded really fast whenever he's being hit about the uh, thing, but instead when, you know, he gets him against the trampoline, it's just sort of boink, boink, boink. It's like, uh, dude, anyone could have dodged those. Like, yeah, well, and then, <laughs> and then fucking the Captain Hook gets a, a a board of wood, hits him in the face, which I laughed out loud about. Mm-hmm. But it was like, well, one, you hit him slow. I could have dodged that. I know a lot of yeah. people could have fucking dodged that. And this guy's a martial artist on a trampoline. He could have jumped over that yeah, kitchen I mean, in the face, which I would have rather have seen. And I'm not convinced this would have hurt him because literally the introduction to this guy's scene is him holding himself perpendicular with the ground by his feet against a pole. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't buy this fight scene. <laughs> I, it just was like, ridiculous. It was bad. So when you're writing this fight scene, if you want to establish someone as powerful, you can't have them not completely rocking someone's shit if the other person is established as being <laughs> shit. I would have rather them <laughs> get another Asian martial artist who did not look anything like Captain Hook, barely even dress him up like Captain <laughs> Hook, just have them fall out, and then stop it, and then change it back to Captain Hook. <laughs> and then I'd be like, okay, at least it was cool. Like, I was, okay. That would have been awesome. It would have been really funny. That would have been amazing. That been bad. It would have been better. It would have been better. All of a sudden, so anyways, he knows Kung Peter's, Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, Peter's half fairy, and he interrupts the fight by just... So the handcuffs they make are, like, vague leather bondage gear. Yeah, I don't know which culture that's supposed to be fitting because, like, they went for African, Native American, and uh, Australian like tribes. Well, and and, then and I, I don't know who used these leather fetish gear. I'm pretty sure that's a white thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote also they're bad at kidnapping people because an 11 year old oh, got yeah. out of the fucking he got free, like super. I easily. mean, I guess they don't do it a lot. Do you think they made those a fucking? Uh, restraints while they were unconscious. Like, oh shit, we've never done this before. Uh, do we just tie a rope around them? No, we gotta use the rope for the trampolines. Uh, uh, leather. Where the hell did we get this leather? I haven't seen anything with a pelt. Bird leather. <laughs> you know, I... <laughs> I stared at the, the restraints. I'm almost mm-hmm. entirely sure that they bought them from Party City. <laughs> <laughs> like, they looked real, but like... Those yeah. were plastic, which is not... Which yeah. is fine. It's fine. It's okay. It's just... Well, I think they were faux leather, but yeah. yeah. Which is which is like I don't know what I'm saying. But I was like You're right, you're right. I did recognize those. <laughs> like that's a party city thing. Anyway, yeah, I was done. Uh so in the meantime, the pirates have been searching for them, mm-hmm. leading to one of the so you know how prequels always have lines that make you groan? Yeah. Yeah, so um Oh, uh, hey, after they real escape. quick, real quick. I did write this like, down, and mm-hmm. it takes place before them. First things first, mm-hmm. he never looks for his dad. He doesn't give a shit. He only looks for his mom. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. second, more importantly, 
Hook mispronounces Messiah with a cowboy accent, which makes no fucking oh, yeah. sense. He's like, you're their Messiah or something. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> you're like a Texas, they, like, are you their Messiah? I don't know. Well, they think you are. Well, they think yeah. you are. And then it's like, what the fuck? So yeah. that bugged me. I'm sorry. Keep going. Anyways, uh, classic prequel groaners. Mm-hmm. Mm, uh, so they escape. So you know they escape, and Blackbeard's talking to his uh, comedic relief sidekick, right? And uh, they're like, "Oh no, some people escaped." And Blackbeard's like, "What? What about the half fairy?" And then the fucking sidekick says, and I quote, "Yes, he is a lost boy." That bugged me. That did bug me. <sighs> I remember that. I do remember that. I was like, "What God the fuck?" Damn it. Uh, you know what? Actually, what probably bugged me. It was up there. Like, top ten bugged me in this movie. A lot of things bugged me in this movie. It was not a good movie. <laughs> but Hook, besides doing that speech that is awful because he's trying to empower the kid and does a horrible job. But he <laughs> hits on Tiger Lily. Oh, yeah. And it never once made sense. Yeah, so so there's, like, a couple of ways this could go, right? Mm-hmm. Tiger Lily is the same age as Peter Pan, right? So Hook's a pedophile. Uh, we don't know in or, this Or Tiger Lily's the same age as Rooney Mara, and that makes Rooney Mara the pedophile. <laughs> well, she never hits on him in this one. Yeah. But we, but it's a canonical prequel, so she will. That is it's true. Not, it's not actually canon. This is but true. They, they pretend like it is. Which means she's like... Then she's like... So she's even older she's like when she hits on him. She's like 35 or 40 when she hits on him. Yeah. Well... I mean, keep in mind, uh, he goes 40 years back in time to abduct Wendy, so maybe she's negative five years old when she hits on him. I don't know. You never know. The math does not check out at all. Jeez. Uh, Anyways. Go ahead. (laughs) So his floating boats get there, and I... This is a weirdly goofy thing because they're they have spotlights, and my brain immediately registered them as sideways blimps. Because like it feels like you know they're moving at the same speed as blimps. They're just panning around with their spotlights. Yeah. They look like they were supposed to be blimps, and then someone just model replaced the boat. <laughs> but the spotlights coming out of the side instead of the bottom, so it's like it's just just it's just a fucked up blimp. The pirates are shooting and the gun smoke is colored. I love the colors. I do. Oh, yeah. Visually, it's awesome. Yeah, so it kind of does um, another transition. Not, yeah. Like from um from Avatar movie to like Bangara dance number. Yeah. Where like you know there's paint sl- uh smoke everywhere. The ish. Uh, except except that paint smoke isn't paint smoke. It's viscera. Viscera. Yeah, it's no, it's gore. Remember, yeah, that's oh. what happens when they die. What kind they of? Per- they burst into paint clouds. Not everyone, though. It, yeah, that's fair. That's fair, but which also, I'm still pretty sure it did come out of the guns and out yeah, of the it came people. out of a gun at one point. So it's not like those were just their cannonballs yeah. made of like sulfur and whatever. I think it was a horrible choice at yeah. all. Making the it, people turn into smoke—that's fine. That's a okay choice. Yeah. Respect that. You gotta get that PG rating somehow. However, all this colored smoke took away from this whole scene, and it made it seem cool and fun. Yeah. It was awful. It's pretty and stuff, but like... Yeah. But like, it it didn't fit. Yeah, that's the thing. It shouldn't be pretty. These people are getting slaughtered. Seriously, though. So... It's like, I mean, just, just think of like, just any Tarantino movie, 
right? Mm-hmm. But all the bloods are placed with confetti. Actually, he would probably like that. Uh, think of, think of shit. Okay, I need a serious. If movie in, in Les Miserables, when they're on the wall and they start getting shot, if you saw blue smoke pop out of them, imagine <laughs> Javert. Spoiler alert! Jumps just like fucking jumps off the bridge, and when he hits the ground, you just hear like party poppers go off in a kazoo place. <laughs> That's basically the equivalent of this scene. I'd love to see that fucking movie. Oh my god. Oh my god. I've got this. I gotta tell you about this movie idea I have, and I don't want to say it on stream because it's, <laughs> it's a legitimate movie idea I have, and you're gonna love it. But I'm so sorry to bring that up. Let's continue on. But oh god. So they round up the chief and and you know his daughter, who's inexplicably 100% white, despite the chief being. No, I. <laughs> they also get another person. Was it? Oh, Hook. Hook pulls someone into. Oh, a tent. It was, no, it's the martial artist. They had the Thai martial artist tied up with them. Hook pulls some random. Hook's just in the crowd. Into a tent, shoots mm-hmm. them twice with a flintlock pistol, which bugs me. Yeah. Comes out, and Peter one does not not phased, doesn't blink, doesn't give a shit, and mm-hmm. says thanks. And I was like, he just killed someone. Yeah. Like, he killed that person there's no way around it and it's just yeah, so no. like uh, not like thanks let's go it's not urgent it's like a thanks that was cool like what the yeah, fuck he yeah. didn't do a, a, an ollie on a skateboard you know yeah no one is really th- this scene doesn't feel serious enough like the only person who seems to think something dark's happening is you know mr johnny depp over there <laughs> <laughs> johnny depp is voltaire yes. um Yes. Black goatee is, he's the only one that seems to like think he's doing something really dark and edgy. <laughs> Everyone else is just like, haha, really slow motion well, That's fighting. the other thing, though. He makes jokes throughout the whole movie that, one, are never once funny and never get me to laugh. Mm. And two, he also does other things to go and try and be a shitty Johnny Depp. And so he's got three different people he's playing with, and every time it falls flat, and he's allowed to do all three. But the way he transitions into them not once makes sense. It shows that the script is written mm. a little bit bad. It shows that he has yeah. no idea what to do with his character. And and it it ruins Blackbeard as an, a bad guy. I didn't take him serious. Not once. I didn't take him funny. I didn't take oh, him silly yeah. at all. Not once. Okay. Speaking of not taking someone seriously, I just realized we completely forgot about Smeen for most of this. Oh my god. I uh, He's the one that tells the pirates where the... Um, where the, you know, tribe is located. Yeah, but they had, I mean, they were, they were going to find them. Well, no, Sm- yeah, I know, Smee went to like, pee. But yeah, exactly. It's just like such an insignificant scene. I, yeah. It feels weird. And like, why, why do you got to do that to my friend Smee? And it just makes it even weirder that at some point, him and Hook become better friends than Peter and Hook, despite, again, Hook just saved Peter's life. They made it seem as though Smee and Hook had had this long history, and they never once showed it. Yeah. And also, they completely diminished... Smee makes every super pivotal decision that saves both sides of this story and keeps the story going and not ending an hour early. And they mm-hmm. just diminish his role throughout this whole movie. You know? He had a bigger role in the in the yeah. original Disney movie. Yeah. He did. Which is crazy to think about, because he was a, he was a butt of a joke the whole time in that movie. And in this one, he's oh, yeah. a significant character. He's funny. Yeah, I gotta, that. I gotta bring it back to this. Mm-hmm. It's 
it's also really weird when the person you take away meaning from is also the person you change the race of to be politically correct, right? Yes. And also, Tiger Lily does way more in, in this movie than she did in the original. The character they made white. Yes. And I, that just, it makes the whole attempt to be diverse feel very hollow. Yes. Which also, it's she like, had no reason to be a big part in this movie. It didn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, no. And, yeah. Anyways, uh, as I was getting to, um, oh yeah, that reminds me. They also kill the other, they kill the leader of the tribe that isn't white. Surprise, surprise. Immediately. Um, and here's the fun part. He bursts into paint when this happens, because that bugs me so I guess. much. But the important part is it lands on Peter because he's underneath watching this. Like <laughs> I didn't think about that. Thing. So no, yeah, it's Peter is covered in this guy's viscera, and this only bothers him for like twenty seconds, and then he rides a bird and forgets all about it. Like, dude, a guy just died on your face. It's on your face still, motherfucker. But he's like, eh, whatever, I'm going to avatar this bird. Oh, I wrote down and another so thing. So, yeah, he avatars the bird and distracts them. But before that, so Blackbeard comes up and he's like, I suppose you're the princess. And before Tiger Lily can answer, Hook jumps in and is like, yeah, what about it? Like, it just like completely takes over. And I was like, God. that's the one time that guy did anything good. Yeah, and then he also ruins that. It's like, they're trying not to say where the fucking hidden fairy place is. And Hook, who has a boner for this, someone who is either negative five or 30 years old, um, he tells him that there's a map to the fairy place because he thinks that'll stop Blackbeard from killing her. Yes. Which it does for some reason. It doesn't, though. Because he's like, she's like, that doesn't change anything. And Blackbeard's like, you're right. <laughs> and he's about to shoot her. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, then no, they drag it out an extra just... 30 seconds so that he can get on yeah. the bird and stroll up on the whip. Yeah. So he can put his dreadlock penis into it. Wait, no, sorry. That was the other movie. <laughs> That's the other movie. We'll do that one. And that one was reviewed well and people still like it. But we'll do that one anyway, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> do you want to do that one? I'm kinda, I kind of want to. <laughs> just like inexplicable diamond rough. So did you hear about this movie called Avatar? <laughs> Yeah, you know, the one by Amit Shyamalan? No, there's another one. <laughs> one other than the Amit Shyamalan one movie? That's why I've never heard of by it. By the way, I want you to know, the same award system that put a lot of people up for really bad awards, like in this one where they went uh, up. The Razzies? What? The Raspberries, yeah. The Razzies? The Razzies. So they fucking, they voted, they made a specialty award for The Last Airbender by M. Night Shyamalan. It was the most eye-gouging <laughs> movie of... <laughs> 2010. <laughs> I saw that and I went, yep. <laughs> so. Okay, wait. Yeah. You know what? We'll talk about that after. I'll, I'll message we you. We will talk about that but, after. Uh, we might do yeah. that one. Uh, just, just do some plot stuff. Anyway. I paid to watch that movie and I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, Deus Ex Machina, boom, fucking Peter comes in on a on the bird, which is which I was like, yeah. oh god, no, please, no, I'd rather and him shoot. That really is a Deus Ex Machina because if he had utilized, uh, utilized his flying somehow, at least that was pre-established. Mm -hmm. But no, he just willed these birds to do what he wants. Uh, yeah, he had no trouble. No build up to that. This ten-year-old had no trouble and controlling by the way, this in bird. Case you're and in case you're wondering, yes, these are the same shitty CGI birds we were talking about earlier, <laughs> which is the worst part of the whole thing. Yeah. Jeez. 
Yeah, I wrote, we have to see another scary CGI bird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that scene was badly directed. Everyone except Peter. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, and then like, oh my god, then they like bungee jump out of there. Oh yeah, this is another thing some movies do. Um, <laughs> I think that one was that. Oh god, what was it called? I don't remember. Uh, but it's like, um, movie directors, rope is not bungee. No. Rope is not bungee. If you fall from a high height, that will kill you. In fact, we've been doing that for literal centuries. It's specifically that's what, worse. That's what gallows are. Yes, it will break things. <laughs> like, they should have been cut in half if they had that tied around their waist from that height. Go do that with your dog on its leash and see if you deserve to be I know that or I greatly underestimated how strong Hook is. <laughs> Maybe he's just capable of, like, resisting that shock with his sheer bicep. <laughs> strength probably probably yeah so they bungee this jump the out of, of it <laughs> and then when they're like parachuting down with part of a tent which is also fucking stupid they mm. boom fucking peter hits the ground really hard and then he's winded and acts like he's winded and then the other two barely fall they're like oh no and then they kind of like and fall really slow and i was like peter just fucking hit face first reacts holds his face he acts winded and these two fucking million dollar actor and actress just like kind of trip on the ground and like it was ridiculous it was so bad <laughs> they they fell like at, like as slow as those people in the in the life alert commercials like that's how bad it was <laughs> what a spooky one oh dear well thank you for withstanding that first part of our watch through of Pan 2015. Please go do all that shit I said at the very beginning. Go follow us, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Don't miss out. Don't forget to follow us. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to check out our YouTube. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter so that you guys get those updates and aren't missing out. Be looking for... Part two, I haven't decided if we're going to be doing it in place of an episode next week or if it'll just come out in between now and another episode. So thank you so much and stay safe. One, two, three, don't kill yourself.